Bar weep grana weep ninny bon. 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 I want my lemonade. Hello everyone, this is Hack the Dino uh, Gaming Cast, where we bring you the past, present and future of Transformers from the 1986 movie, where Optimus Prime dies, and as a small child, I cried. In like the first ten minutes too. Yeah, I know. Like that epic battle with Megatron. Yep. Uh, even more epic. Uh, where you've Hot got Rod screws up. Yep. You yep. got the touch. Bah, bah. You know, as a kid, I really loved Rodimus Prime. Like, loved him. I even had the, I had the Rodimus Prime uh, figure. Loser. And <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine years ago, uh, and uh, he was trying to explain to me that no, no one liked Rodimus Prime, but I couldn't understand it because I did. He goes, what do you think of John Cena? At the time, John Cena was obviously uh, number one person in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went, oh, you know. He goes, you're forced to like him, aren't you? It's like, yeah. And he goes, that's Rodimus Prime. Uh, like, oh. Why are you forced to like him? Be- oh, I don't know. Well, just people. I like John Cena. Ba, ba, da. Anyway, Do you know who is- my favourite Transformer is? Who? Oh, I have two. Yep. Can you guess them? Um, Blur. No. Uh, and uh, I'll give you one more guess. Grimlock. No. Nah. No, there. My, my favourite two are Mirage and Hound. Hound? Yep. Nice. Anyway, this is Hack the Dino Gaming Cast. We talk about the past, present, and future of video games. Or Transformers, apparently. Yeah, whatever. You know, I am the 1998 skill tester champion of the world, Ben Rosenthal. And I am joined, as always, by Floppy the Enabler Staric. I really wish I had my lemonade. You do? Yeah, I, I had a lemonade before I came on the show. Mm. I'm not 100% sure what I did with it, and Ben won't let me go back out to the car to get it. Well, when it's 10 seconds before the show starts, and you go, oh, I've got to go get my lemonade. It's like, no, you you got to you can get it after the two-hour recording session. I'm, th- I'm th- Thirsty, I want my lemonade. Anyway, back off his fresh presidential addressing. Is, oh, yeah. Uh, is the, the, the Keymeister Zero flavor <laughs> pounder oh. anto. Keymeister 2.0, suspiciously not absent ex-president of the world. That's oh, right. yeah, did you know that you were president of America? Not until about three days ago, no. <laughs> did, did you know that you're a flavor pounder? You know what? Apparently. Didn't know he was president. Prob still better, did a better job than Trump. Pounding that flavor. Oh. That's Anto. That's, we're going to get that shirt for you. Flavor Pounder. Thanks, guys. Anto the Flavor Pounder. <laughs> Make sure it's like covered in flames and I have to dye my hair like Guy Fieri or something. No, just, just... Who's that? He, he's... Guy who takes people to Flavor Town? I don't know. He doesn't pound it, though. No, it's true. Doesn't pound I don't even... Flavor. I'm so lost. I don't even know what... Anyway, let's go and we, look on the run sheet. Are we talking about naughty things? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Floppy, what have what you, you been up to lately? What are you I'm, doing? I'm, I'm you playing doing? some games, mate. Playing some games? Oh, okay. So you know what I've done? So I usually only play one game at a time, most yep. of the time. Yep. Which is Dead Space. Yep. Which is terrifying, which is scary, which is... Next to the Resident Evil is one of the best remakes of an, of an older game mm-hmm. that I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, they have done such a freaking heckin' amazing job with the lighting and the scary bits and the terrifying bits and the... Bits that make you poop your pants. What about the bit where the needle goes into the eye? <laughs> Gross. Is that is that cool in HD? No, but in a yes way. No, uh, but no, yes they've way. done such an amazing job in this. Um, there was a part where I literally had to turn it off because the game required me to remove a f- remove a fuse, which turned the lights out, and I was just like, nah, <laughs> not right now. What, 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 what could possibly go wrong? Oh, just all of the creepies. Uh, all of them. Yeah. Um, if you do like survival horror stuff, though, this is so your jam, man. Like, they have done such a good job. I don't understand. I, I recognize that figure, but this isn't Fortnite. 
Oh, my God. oh yeah, I saw that he's on Fortnite. Old mate Isaac Clark's made it to Fortnite, hasn't he? Uh, I'm just trying to flame those uh, troll comments in the uh, in the video below. Ah, okay. <laughs> Floppy went from dead space to dad space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what? Good time? Bad time? So, like, no, no, it was great time. I'm great time, and I was hoping to have finished it by now. But I started watching the Last of Us TV show. Mm-hmm. Good. Don't talk about episode four yet. Not watched it. I watched won't. Up to episode I three. won't. But what it's prompted me to do is actually play the Last of Us remake on PS5, and I've been playing it along with the episode. Oh, nice. So like, I watch the episode and then play sort of up to the end of that. And just sort of give it, not really a comparison, but just more out of interest as to what they changed and what they did and why it worked and stuff. Who's um, uh, the uh, lover um, in episode three? I've forgotten his name. Frank. 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 Yeah. Did you, did you get up to telling him to hang in there? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm past that part now because I've watched episode four. Okay. So I, I like what they, I really like seeing the, the backstory of Frank and Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, in the TV show. I thought it was lovely. Yeah, I thought it was great. Because in the game, obviously, you've got to gamify it. You can't just watch a backstory. No. Uh, so you find out a lot of that information through conversations and stuff. This game is phenomenal. That's in that's like what you would call episode two of the TV show there. Uh, yeah, that's also where Neil Druckmann is as a dead body. Oh, is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, they've done such a good job with it. Like The game itself, I think, is, is like... A, uh, a point in history that will be noted as amazing storytelling in games. And the TV show, I think, is doing the same thing. Mm. Yeah, so good. And yeah, it's just, it is one of those stories that I wouldn't... Do I you reckon in the TV show, they're mm-hmm. going to go into The Office? Like for the US sitcom, The Office? Like they added in the PlayStation 1 remake? Ah, uh, that would be cool. That would be pretty funny. That would be cool. I don't know if I'd pick up on it because I don't watch The Office. That's no, not bad. Man, I really wish I had my lemonade. Oh, well. Uh, what else have you been doing? Uh, I also checked out a new game that was um, announced at the Xbox um, Direct. Direct? Are we calling them Directs? Oh, I completely forgot that happened. Sorry. There was yeah, I know, right? Because there was another one. <laughs> uh, well, Hi-Fi Rush. The Hi-Fi Rush that got Shadow Dropped? Yep. I started playing this. It's not a bad Shadow Drop. Certainly not the best Shadow Drop this year, but we'll get onto that a little you bit know, later. Well, this is the one that I, it's the only, it's the coolest one I've played. Yeah. Okay. Um, this thing was amazing, man. Like, I thought it was going to be cool and niche, and I was just going to have you know, have a quick look. And I ended up playing it for like an hour. Nice. Um, and I'll go back to it as well. So you play, uh, I can never remember what your name is properly. Do you know what the best part is? What? Uh, this is only like a 10, 15 hour game. So like 20 for me. Yeah. yeah. Main character's name is Chai. Chai, thank you. I keep forgetting it's like some kind of weird tea thing. Um, and yeah. he has like a, an MP3 player in, his, in your chest. Mm-hmm. And you, and you do all the combat. Player. Yeah, it's not an iPod. Like that's a brand. It's an MP3 player. It's a device. Um, but yeah, you do all your combat to rhythm. I would have preferred if he had a ghetto blaster in his chest and tape decks flew Got out of his chest. Ghetto blaster in his pants. And he and he had a, a panther tape called <laughs> Ravage. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, it's yeah. Soundwave. I'm talking about Soundwave. I'm oh. linking it back to Transformers at the start. Yeah, good Everyone? job. Good job. Because I've got the touch. Oh, you, I've got a feeling. I've got the power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just listening. Michael Towns in the chat has gone. It's a mini displayer. Mm-hmm. He's the kid from the freestyle of video clip. I had a mini displayer. Uh, a discman. I had a discman. Yeah, I had that as well. But yeah, no, that's what I've been playing. They've been good times all year round. All, right. all year round. Anto. All week round. Hello. Now that you're back from not being uh, the president anymore, or at least you've uh, in- installed a puppet dictator, uh, <laughs> what have you been doing with yourself? Um. Well, 
I don't have any video of what I've been doing. Not because it's, you know, particularly suspicious or not safe for work or anything like no, that. No, it's quite arousing. <laughs> we watched it before. I mean, I've been beating my sabers a lot. Um, pounding them. Yeah, Flavor. pounding them along Getting to sabers. throbbing music. Yep, just <laughs> rhythmic. He's, he's very rhythmic. I've seen him fling it around. And he just, he slices those boxes hardcore. Like, he's just... He's just poking them all, and they're all falling by the wayside because Anto's just using his big old saber to pound that flavor. Hey, Ben. <laughs> stop, yeah. stop talking for a minute. Uh, but yeah, Go so Anto. as Ben has alluded to with uh, various euphemisms, um, I bought a MetaQuest 2, something like two weeks ago, and I think I've put more time into that and playing Beat Saber and Resident Evil 4 VR than I have my PS5 or Switch or any other system that I have. Wow. Um, Again, I don't have footage of me playing it or anything because, like, it's very hard to capture footage from a VR headset for some reason. And if someone else is capturing it, you just look really weird. Exactly. Um, Or awesome. I've just been doing that, and I've also been playing uh, Minish Cap the last two days because it got released on Switch, which is great. Minish Cap is it released yet, or is it coming? Yeah, it came out a few. Game Boy or Game Boy Advance? Game Boy Advance. That one right there. Yeah, that one there that for some reason goes for like five. Don't touch it. Things I don't know how to touch things. Um, I yeah. can tell you there's probably people in the chat that know VR, how to, I know how to Zelda, touch things. And I'm going to segue into Ben. Good. We didn't catch that last bit because Floppy was talking over you, but that's, that's okay. That's so good. I'm sure it was very important. <laughs> oh, important? Me? Uh, so, yeah, I got sent a code by uh, uh, oh, NDXP. As uh, a, a company out here, a little Adelaide development team by the name of Melonhead Games are releasing, or have released, their uh, game Rooftop Renegade uh, on consoles now. It's been out on Steam for a while. Uh, so I played some of that. What are you laughing at? What, what, what are you What are you, you smirking at, Smirky boy? <laughs> smirky, I'm just smirking at... I really want a oh, lemonade. this thing. <laughs> yeah, Rooftop Renegade. Uh, so it's a platformer that focuses on... Focuses on speed and flow. Uh, sort of, if you imagine Tron for the podcast listeners, yeah. it, as a 2D platformer, and you've got some hover blades and you're just skating oh, around. That actually looks cool. And as you're skating around, the uh, the popo, the bad guys, the fuzz, <laughs> the uh, fuzz, they try and capture you by coming into the front of the screen and just firing objects at you and changing the flow of uh, sort of like the travelators and whatnot that give you extra speed boosts uh, in order to slow you down so you can't get a higher score because the higher scores you get, the more levels you get. And once you get to a higher level, that's when you unlock other levels. Uh, so it's not a, uh, there is a progression, but it's a progression based on how you're playing, how often you're playing the game and, and Whoa, whether you're leveling cool. it up. Uh, you play as an unnamed character. I, I think I couldn't find this character's name. Uh, using hover blades to jump across skyscrapers of a futuristic city. It's a precision platformer reminding me somewhat of the original Sonic game in that there's many paths that you can take and they focus on speed although it doesn't have that same super speed feeling that sonic has it looks pretty cool it looks like i feel like it would be for me personally i could probably control that a lot more and feel a lot more in control than i can with sonic yeah well this one it's pretty much you're just jumping when you need to jump yeah um at least the i didn't finish it did that look like um, batmite yeah <laughs> it did a bit uh so here's the police chasing them down now uh, as far as i could tell there in single player mode there wasn't much of a story it's basically just get to the end of the level. Um, it can be in single player mode. It can be a little bit re- uh, repetitious. I, I don't think there's uh, a great deal of, um, at least the amount I played. Again, I didn't finish it, so I could be completely wrong. Um, but 
yeah, it does get repetition as single player. However, in multiplayer mode, I can actually see this being really, really fun as a party game. Mm. Uh, because not only do you take, well, you can take control of the main character with the hover blades trying to get to the end. Uh, other players take control of the police or the authorities trying to shoot them or destroy uh, or throw obstacles in the way okay. to try and slow you down so you don't get that high score so you can't progress. So I can see it actually being a real fun party game. Um, overall, it looks great. It, I really like the style and the visuals, man. It's that very Tron-esque, cool. isn't it? I get Tron. I get a um, bit of flashback. I get a bit of Mirror's Edge. Do you know what I get? What? Um, cracks in reality when uh, Anto's green screen sort of um, just... just flies over a little bit and we can see oh, behind the uh, the illusion. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we see Ben's game room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't dox me. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, fun game. Uh, so it's out now on Switch, on PlayStation, a uh, bunch of Adelaide guys. You, you should uh, all visit their uh, Twitter and their, their Facebook page and say, hey guys, you're, you're good. We saw you on Hack the Dino. You should um, give them high fives. <laughs> you basically just answered the question i was going to ask like what platforms is it on etc so yeah i think it yeah it's was on it's been out on steam for a while i've seen this at avcon for a while we actually interviewed the guys at um avcon a few years ago like twice in a row uh and then when the opportunity came to actually play this final switch version i mean can you imagine being an adelaide game dev and then being told your game's going to be on the switch that's pretty unreal. That's pretty great. It's almost like being a, an Adelaide uh, host of a game show and getting told you're making, getting your own Game Boy game. Yeah, almost as good as that. Almost. So we, we've got, uh, so far in the past couple of years, we've had Wright uh, mm -hmm. by uh, Pond Games, Dan Freer. Uh, we've had, obviously, this one. Uh, we've Team had, Cherry? Yeah, Team Cherry making uh, Silk Song. Team, you know, Team little, Cherry little, came, uh, on the, came on the show. Follow up to some Hollow Knight game. I'm not too sure about that. Uh, you know, uh, I guess Ken Wong is now technically an Adelaide person. He did um, Monument Valley and mm. Florence. A uh, whole heap of talent over here in pokey little Adelaide. I'm forgetting someone. I feel horrible. Um, but uh, what, what did you develop besides a, a fear of loneliness? Impeccable hair. That's true. Loneliness and hair. That's how you... Just, that's if you got one, the other one doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a really fun game for jumping in for like 15, 20 minutes, which is, is my jam exactly. Yeah, that looks cool. Like a game like where you that. can jump in, boom, 15, 20 minutes. All right, yep, next. Uh, it has a, that very Fortnite-type feeling to it. Not that it yeah. plays like Fortnite. It's like one more time sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, I can beat that. Oh, yeah, I can get to the next level. I picked up a game today. Yesterday. Oh, really? What yeah. game? Rad Rogers. Rad Rogers. You know, I actually kickstarted this game when it first came out. Years I learned ago. that about 47 seconds it's ago. It's actually really cool. It's, base, it's very Commander Keen type game. Which I like. Which is why I... And the original, um, like, Duke Nukem. Yes. Yep. Platformer. Uh, a lot of fun. The uh, So that uh, robot thing that's on his backpack, mm -hmm. uh, that's actually a video game system. That's so even cooler. Yep. And he swears. He's a sweary video <gasps> game Does system. he swear in it? Yeah. Well, I think they explained it. Oh, maybe if I'd read the sign on it, it said coarse language. Oh, there you go. He's a sweary video game system. I like this even more. All right, shall we talk about the giant elephant in the room? That big old flappy-eared uh, no nose mammal? It's not a very nice way to talk about me. Well, you don't have big ears. What's You've got <laughs> yeah. quite petite ears, actually. I don't know about petite, but... What's the giant elephant in the room? Is it the fact that nobody's going to E3? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's that. All right, so... 
it happened two weeks ago, so it is old news, but I did want to touch on it because we have been talking about E3 for a couple of years now, wondering what's going on. We were wondering if it was coming back for three years. Uh, so Sony hasn't gone for a couple of while. Microsoft purchased the theater across the road from where E3 is held <laughs> and is holding their own event there, which is sort of like the real big uh, stab in the back, I think. Because they were the only ones that were still there. They were the only ones supporting them. Yeah. Uh, and then Nintendo reportedly skipping due to not having enough games to show in the second half. Because they've just thrown them, all, shown them all this week. Well, yeah, but also, remember what uh, one of us was saying about them not having a lot of games to show on the Switch for the second half of this year? No. Because my theory is they're getting ready to announce the console for next year. Oh, I doubt it. Oh, really? Highly. Yep, so seven years. Oh, go eight. Eight years. They don't need to. They still sell on the Switch gangbusters. Well, there's another story about that as well coming up. But uh, the Switch hardware is very old. Oh, I know. I know. Very old. Games do mm. chug. I'm actually really interested to see how Tears of the Kingdom runs on. Do you know it. what? Do you know what, though? Xenoblade Chronicles mm. 3. Yep. Beautiful, like, hardworking game runs perfectly. Yeah. Do you so know? I don't think it's a Switch problem. Do you know Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Mm. Which is good, not good. A... I'm glad. I'm glad you've heard of it. So moving on, um, <laughs> developer problem there, not, <laughs> not uh, console no, problem. No, it's very much. Uh, Read Pop is of course partnered with the ESA to revamp E3. So the ESA, which has people from Sony and yeah. Microsoft and Nintendo in it, uh, asked Read Pop to make it more of a convention because basically when they threw open the doors to E3, it was pretty much, oh yeah, you guys can come, and then that was it. Like there was no fan interaction. Basically, you paid three hundred bucks for a ticket or whatever it was. You went there and you got to stand in lines for two hours mm. to play ten minutes of a demo. Like it wasn't a good time. Uh, I'm convinced that if E3 goes ahead, mm-hmm. if it goes ahead, this is it. It's definitely it as we know it traditionally. Um, the time has has gone where that sort of thing is relevant. Because of yeah. the way the digital market well, is now? Look, we, we all know everything every day with the internet anyway. Yeah. E3 never really tells us that much stuff that we don't know already. Well... Or hasn't been leaked or hasn't been rumoured or... And everything's like directs now. Yeah. Everything is... is everything's in bite-sized chunks. Yeah. Uh, which I, I feel like it's easier to, to take on. I point this out and interrupt, but I think we may have dropped the internet. Yeah, we have. That's all right. We'll keep going and uh, people <laughs> can catch it over at hackthedino.com where you can uh, get the VODs of all the uh, the fantastic things that we, we like to do and, mm. and play. Um, so, Anto, what do you think about E3? Uh, as a general concept or this year? Well, just do you think it's going ahead? Um, I don't think it'll go ahead. Like, no? As it... As it exists, as we know it, as like a video game trailer announcement show, absolutely not. Um, I think partly because of COVID, like COVID is a, was slash still is in places, you know, a very good reason not to do giant gatherings of people. But it's also a convenient sort of scapegoat to really put the final nail in the coffin of something like this because Nintendo have shown that they don't really need to have a presence there to show anything off and they've been doing this for what 10 years now yeah like they've been doing directs since since 2013 so i don't think anyone else is gonna bother because they don't need to <laughs> yeah were you surprised with what with the outcome of this um with these announcements of people not going to i was it actually oh, like really? i thought for sure nintendo would turn up uh just because really that... they're the ones that haven't been there for the longest though i know but like they have like all right so they've had digital 
uh, directs there every yeah. time around that year. Uh, but they still had a booth there. Like they still had a presence on the show floor. Um, but the fact that they've just gone, no, we're going to save that money. Because like, it's hard economic times, obviously. It's, yeah. it's hard. You have to save money where you can. Um, but yeah, for Nintendo to pull up and for Sony... Uh, sorry, not Sony. Sony were gone a while ago. But for Microsoft, um, Microsoft to also just <laughs> like go, no, nah, sorry, we'll, put a, we'll do our own thing across the street in yeah. the theater we own because it's not going to cost us as much money. Yeah. Uh, I think E3 will have no choice but to become like a PAX. And that's the only way they're going to survive. Like they just have to go on brand name alone. Yeah, they're going to have to. And I think the Game Awards is going to become that destination point each year where people will look to announce things. Uh, I think this whole June, July period is is pretty much done now. It's the yeah. world's changing. The world's changing. They're they're not afraid to delay games. They're not afraid to put them out at different times. They they don't need to have the same old routine. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move along to Switch sales. The sales of the Switch. Uh, we recently had a whole heap of financials released as of December 31st, which is where these go up to. Uh, as of December 31st, there has been 122.55 million Switch units sold. Uh, Switch has outsold the Game Boy and the PlayStation 4, which it make, uh, sorry, and they stand at 118.69 million units and 117.2 million units, respectively. So it's past that PlayStation 4 so and the Game Boy. The PS2 is at, what, 100 and, was it 150 something million? Uh, I think so, yes. And that's at number one, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, PS2 is the biggest selling home system of all time. Right, yeah, I, I still don't think it'll get there. Like, there's no way that they can sell another. Oh! Can they sell another twenty-five million? Well, I think consoles? they. I think they can. Hey, you reckon? Back. I think they can if they don't bring out a new console. If at the very least they only do an upgrade of the existing Switch, because mm. I think they'll do it because they've never slowed down. I I just don't think they can do it. They tried to do an upgrade with the Wii U. Like uh, I would argue, what? the Wii U. No, wasn't the Wii U was an upgrade. upgrade. It was like. Well, it was try. They tried to iterate. They tried to use the name and tried to iterate and make it. Yeah, but that, that was a different console. That was a completely different console. So the sales from the Wii U do not count towards Wii sales. Yeah, I know. Whereas the sales to the Switch and the OLED Switch count towards each other. Yeah. So I definitely don't think they're going to have another console. Do they want that title? Do they want oh, the highest selling console of all time? It's Nintendo, they, man. Of course they do. You reckon? Yeah. You reckon they're that focused on being the number one? I reckon it's going to be that easy for them. I mean, where it's does not going to be hard. Where does the DS sit in in terms of console sales? Uh, well, a handheld that's up there. Below. I reckon that's the best. It it well, it's below uh, Game Boy. Okay. So it's already passed DS a while ago, but the fact that it's now passed PlayStation Four and the Game Boy, and when you say Game Boy, you're talking about Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Light, Game Boy Micro, everything under the Game Boy name yeah. uh, okay. is included in that. Just like the Switch, they're including Switch OLED, Switch, you know, Switch, so people Switch like me. Switch Lite. I've bought four hmm. Switches in this lifetime. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I've been through, well, I've not been through, but I've purchased over the time it's been out five of them. Right. So. Yeah, yeah see, like, that's where they're. Oh, and it's us. We're, we're back. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, Slight technical difficulties. Some software sales. So officially, the Switch is now the third highest selling console of all time, mm. which is pretty cool. Uh, sales Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has sold this is as of December 31st remember 25.6 million 
That is unreal. They had sold 20 million over the first week or something. For such a broken game, that it's is Pokemon. unreal. Can you imagine if the, this game wasn't broken? Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. Like, I mean, they say it's broken. It's playable. I finished it. Yeah. It's glitchy. It. I've had it crash on me maybe twice. But it's still... I still go in there and still play a good, really mm. have a really fun time. Even though I've finished it and done all the extracurricular post-game stuff, yeah. it's still fun to go in there and go shiny hunting. I caught two shinies the other day, and the, you know, like one after the other. A Gibble and a uh, Fluttermane. You don't know what a Fluttermane is, and I'm not going to spoil I, it. I have no idea. But, Anto, what do you think of Pokemon? Um, I haven't played Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm either waiting for a big update that fixes a lot of the sort of main issues with frame rate and other bits and pieces. Because um, it's fair to say that thanks to the PlayStation 5, I've been a little bit spoiled as far as visual fidelity is concerned. What? No. Because, um, like, I... Floppy will disagree with me because we've had this conversation on the show before. I like playing things either at a solid 30 FPS, if it's, like, you know, Switch or older generation hardware, or if I can push a game to a steady, consistent 60 frames, I will absolutely do it because <laughs> in, in for my tastes and stuff, 60 frames for gameplay reasons is preferable. Um, if you're going to be playing something like Horizon and you want to see it in all its visual glory, by all means, play it at 30 in cinematic mode. But like, if we get a Metal Gear Rising 2 that runs at 60 FPS and requires like all the inputs and stuff for the difficulty that that game will have, absolutely will not play it at anything less than 60. <laughs> so yeah, for me, it's more a case of graphical fidelity is, is now like my preference. If I can get a solid frame rate over visuals, I'll take it. See, so, whereas... I mean, uh, different gamers look for different things. Mm. I like just having fun. If the game's fun, <laughs> I'll play yeah. it. I'm the same too, but like I, I've always with Anto on. I've been, you know, I guess you could say we've been spoiled with uh, fidelity uh, when it comes to the PS5 and things like that. And I want my stuff to look pretty. Like I, uh, we we have difference of opinion on the 60 or 30 frame. It doesn't really matter. Who cares? If there's an option there, you can everyone can play it at whatever they want. Mm. Um. I don't have that issue with the games that I play on the Switch because the games that I play on the Switch don't need that. No, they're not they're about not, that. They're not, they're not trying to be that. They're trying to do something else. Yeah. Um, and I play them for different reasons. So yeah, in six weeks, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold 25.6 million copies. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is a launch title and very well known and was Game of the Year in 2018, has sold 29 million units. So wow. in six weeks, Pokemon sold almost 26 million. <laughs> and Zelda in its lifetime, Breath of the Wild in its lifetime, sold 29. And of course, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 52 million units. Jesus. That is almost, we're looking at getting close to a third. A third of every Switch sold comes with a copy of Mario Kart Deluxe. Here's another thing I was talking about yesterday. While we don't think we'll get a new console, we haven't had a Mario Kart 4 Switch yet. No, that's why they did the um, new courses. Yeah, but... The we DLC? still haven't had one for the Switch. And we probably won't. Uh, I reckon I we will. I we have had one for the Switch in Mario Kart Live. Mario Kart... The, you mean the mobile game? No, no, no. Mario no. Kart Live, the, the one, one the that has the little actual Mario. camera. It doesn't count. I mean, I mean it, it counts, count. but I think it's a very poor little... It's like a... It's, it's, like a a, it's half a tick. <laughs> it's half a point. <laughs> half a point <laughs> in the end of year. Yeah. Um, no, I, I... We haven't had a no. proper Mario Brothers 2D platformer. That's correct. Well, that was one of my picks for the thing, is, yeah. is that uh, surely they have to have a Mario game coming out to tie in with the movie. They'll have surely. one at the end of the year, surely. They they, well, when's the movie out? April? 
What if we get a Ma- video game March. movie tie-in Mario platformer that's actually really good? I think that's what we're looking at. That'd be amazing. It'll I be reckon great. we're going to get a two D. Uh, honestly, I honestly believe that that's what will happen. Um, I was expecting it to to be announced during the Nintendo Direct, but it wasn't. But you know what was announced during the Nintendo Direct? Lots of things. Um, so I just want to start by saying I think this was the best Nintendo Direct they've done. I honestly thought it was from start to finish. Yet there was some lulls. Like Nintendo Directs always go like this: start off high, lull some games that you may or may not care about. Mid section, oh my god, that's cool. Lull, gearing up for the big bam in your face finish. And they hit that formula brilliantly. I th- I think they this has definitely had some of the biggest highs of Nintendo Directs, mm. but I think there was way too much filler. Really? Yeah. Like I didn't care so much about all the DLC. But they sort of skipped over a lot of the filler. But they didn't. They put a lot of time into the DLCs and stuff like that. But I'm the like, deal- they're cool. But I don't like. I don't say it was a bad direct. I think it was a really good direct. I just don't think it's the best. I think the DLC time was needed because they are very popular games, and this is a new thing for Nintendo. Mm. Like I believe I could be wrong, but I believe that Pokemon um, Sword and Shield were the first ones to try out DLC. Yeah, and it did exceptionally well. Uh, so then they released the Zelda DLC or announced the Del Zelda DLC and, and the add-ons there. Did Sword and Shield come out before Smash Bros? I oh, good point. Smash what was Brothers. that? No, no, you you could be right there. I could be completely wrong. Mm. Sword and Shield came out at the start of the year after Smash Brothers, right? So they were like January 2019. Smash would have been December 2018. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yes. But anyway, um, I think it's necessary to focus on DLC now because. Well, it's another cash cow for them. Oh, no, I totally are agree. Like, but it went for too long on the DLCs, is what I was saying. Like, it could have been 10 minutes shorter. I All in all, I kind cares, of agree so with both of you to a certain degree. Like, I think some of the stuff they focused on, like DLC for Fire Emblem, which came out like a week ago, was pointless. It came um, out a week ago. <laughs> well, not a week ago, but it was very... It's not I think on. the start of the Direct was quite slow. Like, I don't care about Pikmin 4, especially because Olimar isn't in it. Do you know what people... Know? Like they're raving about Pikmin 4. I was watching it going, it doesn't look very good. Yeah, it doesn't. It looks, <laughs> it looks really the same as the last weird. Pikmin, but without Olimar. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it, like it, it went from sort of a steady to a, whoa, holy crap, Metroid. Oh my God, Zelda. And like then all the Game Boy stuff, that was where I was like, okay, I've got to turn my Switch on for the first time in six months. <laughs> so, all right, let's, get, let's look at some of the highlights. Um, Main takeaways from it. Obviously, we haven't gone into everything, but obviously the big one coming from it was the Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. uh, announcement and release. And, and Collector's Edition. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, this trailer, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, Harry, and he was saying that he wasn't impressed with how it looks. And I said, are you crazy? This looks amazing. Like, this looks like Breath of the Wild, but Majora Mast. Like, Majora's on the bridge darker. there, that, that fiery three-headed monster. Yeah. That's from the original Zelda. Oh, okay. Uh, and that bridge is actually named... I forget its oh, name so now. the Blood Moon still? Well, the Blood Moon is plays a central part. The Blood Moon like upgrades all the Bokoblins and everything. Have we got new bad guys or is it just going to be Bokoblins again? No one knows. I can't point to it, but the Re-dead? thing that appears here in this bit of the trailer... Yep. I'm convinced, as is Twitter, that uh, we're going to get enemies based on ones from the Hyrule Warriors spin-off for Breath of the Wild. Yep. Which are malice infused, so they're super strong. Yep. I think we're going to get something like that, and that's going to be great. But yeah, a lot of the... So we do have Bokoblins and everything, but they've been beefed up. 
They've okay. got bigger armor on. Um, Link's arm looks mutated. Like the, this end scene here where so we remember have... I haven't finished Breath of the Wild yet, which I'm going to have to do now because I actually want to play this. Yeah, so uh, you see Link's arms there. He's got some gloves on. Yeah. But in the very last scene where he's reaching out for Zelda, his arm looks absolutely thrashed. And my pick without knowing anything about this game is that Link is going to die. <gasps> like, well, this Link. Because it's a different Link in almost every other game. Every game has a different Link. There's Link that, driving a car. That buggy thing looks... Oh, look at the flying thing. Yep, I want to be in Well, see, drone. that's the other thing. It's almost like that they saw all the stuff that, uh, that people were doing, the speedrunners were doing in uh, Breath of the Wild, like making flying machines and making cars. And going, yeah. Yeah, right, we can oh. do that. Townsy in the chat has said he'll become Ganondorf. No, no he won't. Happen. But here you go. So there's the mouse going twist. for it. Look at Link's arms uh, as he reaches out for Zelda. So he's there reaching. You yep. can let it play, Anto. <laughs> I'm just... There we go. There we are. So he reaches out yep. and you look at Link's arms and they are black. muntied. No, we'll come back. There you go. See how his right arm is all like shriveled? Like, I did fire? not see a thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did I, not have my glasses and I would just, just look like Link. <laughs> I honestly think that, uh, yeah, this, this could be a swan song for this Link. Do you think he's going to get a tiny little hand and he's going to put it in the mashed potatoes? Anyway, <laughs> uh, they also announced, as Floppy alluded to, a collector's edition and an yeah. amiibo. And did gonna... everyone order it? I did. After a uh, frantic call. From I I know when Floppy's ringing, it's one of two things: Hey man, I can't make the show, or Hey man, you need to pre-order this. Yes. <laughs> Everything yes. else is a text message. When Floppy calls, I know I have to pick up. Yeah. And the thing was, I was in a meeting at the time, a work meeting. I called him twice. <laughs> and, the, and the fact that it was twice was like, okay, this, this is big news. Really, I'm kind of disappointed you waited till the end of the meeting. <laughs> it was, uh, Hey man. Uh, have you and I said Floppy I haven't watched the direct yet I don't know what's going on and he just went yeah okay this is too important there's a collector's edition you need to get online now and you need to pre-order it <laughs> okay yep and Amiibo yep and I did I got both of them yep so thank you Floppy you're welcome uh, I secured my collector's copy to go against my Breath of the Wild collector's Anto, copy Anto did you pre-order these things uh, I did I'm fortunate enough that my... unfortunately no no I said By I'm accident. fortunate enough oh, okay. that my lovely girlfriend works in video game retail uh, so as soon as she got home uh, we hopped onto connections the internet and pre-ordered everything I wonder <laughs> if they've sold out I know in some states they've actually sold out in Australia the allocation has been uh, used up be interesting to see if it's still available now I wouldn't be surprised if they do pre-sell out of this really I reckon, quickly I reckon day. it was still available this morning which is Almost unheard of when it comes to collector's editions of a popular game at the moment because they're usually gone in an hour. Yeah, right. But this is not like one of the big statue ones. That's you know, I think you've got your art book in it, you've got your pins, you've got your poster, and I feel like it's one they're going to make more of. I'm glad it's not a statue one because the Master Sword statue that came with the Breath of the Wild collector's edition, my one of those melted. Wow. What did you do to it? Nothing. It was in a games room in a shelf away from the sun. And I came home on like one of the 42 or 43 degree days we had back in 2017. And it had literally just gone. Man. So I was this like. Was, how uh, weird how that magnifying glass you kept next to it <laughs> pointed out the window. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm very excited. I cannot wait for March. T- March May 12th. May. 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 Friday, May 12th. 
Yes. Do we have a show on May 12th? Probably not that one. (laughs) (laughs) The show will be me playing Zelda. It'll just be Ben streaming Zelda. I mean, people would watch it, man. And only from the waist up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then, of course, the other big announcement, I think, was Metroid Prime Remastered, and it was Shadow Dropped. Yeah, (laughs) that is sick. What the hell, Nintendo? Just coming out here going, yep, there you are. So I was really excited about this, but I'm currently playing this game on my GameCube. So I kind of don't want to get it. See, I now after I played Goldeneye, this yeah. makes me want to get it because like, I know how good the Goldeneye... The Goldeneye game that's out now plays the way I remember it. Mm. So I'm, this would be cool. What do you mean remember? You played it a couple of weeks ago. Before yeah, it and it out. was trash. Yeah, only because you were but losing. Like, so, no, no, it just looks trash and everything. So it, playing the new one, it, it looks and, everything, and plays the way that my nostalgic memory tricks me into thinking it used to be. Right. And I'm assuming this one will do the same for a lot of people, most likely Anto. It is a really good game. So I've, really never pl- I've never played the original. Really? I've got it, but I haven't actually gone back and played it's it. It's an exceptionally well-made game. came from that... Uh, it feels very Ocarina of Time, uh, if I can draw a comparison. Uh, Ocarina of Time in space. Sure, that'll, sure. that'll work. Anto, what do, you, what do you think? <laughs> um, I love Metroid Prime. Um, it's my favourite of the three. Uh, I think, while it does look nice, I don't think it looks... Not nice enough. Not seventy dollars nice. Yeah, it's it's not going to be Is it full seventy retail bucks. Release. It's a full price game. Um, or sixty bucks on the e store. I imagine that. That's a bit odd. I will buy the physical version when it comes out later in the year. Yeah, I will buy the I physical think it's version like later this month. Even I will um, probably do this. It's the twenty second of February. That's the one. Townsie in the chat said sixty digital and retail. Oh, that's that's not too bad. I wouldn't pay seventy for it, but I will pay sixty. And the yeah. reason for that is because I love Metroid Prime. And if people don't give Nintendo money for Metroid stuff, we're not going to get more Metroid stuff. Mm. There is that. It yeah. doesn't. It historically hasn't sold well enough for Nintendo to care until Dread, and even then, Dread didn't sell as well as a lot of other Nintendo IPs. But it did above expectations. Dread did. It, so it good. did. But it's still important to buy more Metroid stuff, which I is why I'm going to support it mainly. <sighs> I own it. This that. guy has not it's played right, it yet. It's right there. <laughs> Metroid Dread like, is right I've, there. I've finished it, and yeah. Ben hasn't played it. I need, cause especially because there's a baby mode. I would totally There is play a baby it. ass baby mode. It's dad mode, man. Oh man, yeah, I've got to get yeah, that. Like visually, it compared to the original on GameCube, it does look nicer, but it's absolutely not. You know, it's not Last of Us remake or Seven remake style remastering kind of thing. Um, Anta, are you going to play it with original controls or with the updated oh, dual? Yeah. Hey, hell yeah. <laughs> You're playing with original controls? Yeah, I, I've i tried to play the uh, Wii version, which emulates dual stick controls with the motion controls, and I really don't like it. Motion controls is a bit shit, though. I never use motion controls. Yeah, but motion controls are my favorite way to play Resident Evil 4. Like, the Wii version is my favorite one. Okay. So, but yeah, I think the original has such a... And this is purely nostalgia talking, but the original Metroid Prime control scheme is so perfect for what the game needs you to do, but I don't think dual stick aiming is necessary. You know what? I'm going to play it with dual stick aiming first, having no prior thing, and then I'll play it with the original. I will see what, what, yeah. see what, the, see what our opinions are like. I'm curious. I will try it, but I will probably not play it for more than 10 minutes with that control style. <laughs> All right. So next big announcement, 
Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are being added to the Nintendo Switch Online. So if you just pay the, you know, 30 bucks a year or whatever it is, mm -hmm. you get access to Game Boy games, uh, which include Tetris, Super Mario Land 2, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyles Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark for some reason, uh, Metroid 2, Warrior Land 3, and Kirby's Dream Land. Um, then if you have the expansion plus, you get uh, Super Mario Advance 4, which is Mario Bros. 3, Warrior Warrior Inc., Kuru Kuru Kurin, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi, Super Saga, uh, The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, which is a very, very sought-after book. Yeah, so when I was watching all these announcements, I was sitting there going, oh, yes, cool, awesome. I've, I've got that. I've got that. I've got that. Oh, I've, got, I've just got them. And these games are coming out. Yeah, I've got them too. Oh. But still, uh, if anything, fingers crossed it, dry, it won't, but it'll drive down the... Um, <laughs> retro market sales of these games um floppy yes we were discussing this yesterday yeah we were you think this is pointless i no, that's not true i don't <laughs> think it's pointless you hate everything about this isn't that right in sure. fact you wish nintendo were dead i think you were saying why not go go for it but you tell the story seeing as though you made it up this far <laughs> no no let's no go. so we had a conversation because like i got really really excited with the playstation announcements of like the ps1 ps2 psp stuff uh, as did a, a, a number of other people that I know. Um, and then the funny thing happened, same as with Game, pa uh, Game Pass and all of the uh, backwards compatible stuff on the Xbox, is that everyone who screams and we all want it, and then we get it, and then we use it for five minutes, and then we never touch it again. You go, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. Well, what's the point? Like, you just, you just play the new stuff. Yeah. And so I, I, I think it's... I think it's great and I think it was always going to happen and it needed to happen. And I think there are some people, yourself, Anto and Townsy, mm -hmm. um, and that's the only three people, <laughs> who are going to lose their minds and play heaps of it. Actually, Ben's not going to play heaps of it. You're going to play heaps of it for a week. I know. And then you're not going to touch it again. I've already finished Mario Land 2. How much of the Nintendo 64 things have you played on your Switch? Uh, not a lot, truth be told. But the Super Nintendo and the NES, I've played heaps. Have not touched no. the Sega stuff. And like, I don't. I'm not saying at all that it's a bad idea. I think it's an excellent idea, and I think it should be on there because I, I'm assuming that the cost involved for them to do it is very minimal. Yeah. Oh, look, my. But I don't think it's the <laughs> the amazing and thing that everyone's sort of gotten excited about because I don't think anyone will care in a month. I'm excited because it means people will get to play these games, and some of these games are fantastic. Super Mario Land what Two. That was, that was just a nose picking game. Yeah, it's WarioWare. That's the first time you get the micro games for WarioWare. Um, as I was saying, Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, is one of the best Mario games ever made. Mm. Like, seriously one of the best. Uh, Mario Super Circuit is one of the best Mario Kart games ever made. Yeah. There are a lot of absolute gems. And, like, Mario Kart's online play now. Like, I do want to play them. I do want to play the Mario Kart that was on here. Um, but for me, being a, a collector of retro games, I would much rather go into my games room Mm. sit down and actually play it on the original hardware yeah. on my CRT or have, like part of the nostalgia for me that I love experiencing is holding that system in my hands but on the other hand I understand a lot of people who were kids like for example my sisters don't have any of their original systems because no. I stole them all yes. um, so this is an opportunity for them to go back and play the games that they played as kids without me going no you can't have that you, you'll break it my what point of view is pretty much aimed at most at the majority of the Switch owners who I don't think are collectors from and played these games from back when. I think majority of Switch owners now are families who who will play the new Mario Kart and the new and Mario Odyssey and those and we'll look at those and we're like, oh, that's kind of cute. I'll show my kids where where 
where gaming came from and they'll be like, oh, I can't play that. It looks terrible. And yeah, that's it, what never, And it'll never get done again. Parker cannot play the original uh, Super Mario Kart because it hurts her eyes. The graphics are so bad. <laughs> like I can hurts sometimes... Hurts her soul more like it. I sometimes got her to play Mario Kart yeah. 64, but that's about it. So I think this is definitely needs to happen and I think it's like it's awesome that it's on there, but I don't think it's going to get used much. For those of you uh, who, who may not have been aware, um, I sat, uh, went into my games room with Anto while we were getting the set design ready. Yeah. And uh, just got him to list off all the games that are either coming out or have come <laughs> yeah, out. And got I just it, grabbed them. Yep, that one, that I one, didn't that one, that one. Even look at them actually because I got here late. Yeah. So. Uh, really need my lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Anto, what do you think? Uh, I'm. I, I said it earlier in the show. I think when we were having internet trouble, um, it was this part of a direct, like when the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance stuff was announced, that I was like, flip yeah. Because, um, like, a lot of this stuff as Ben alluded to a minute ago, is very expensive and this may mm. drive down some prices, hopefully. Well, let's... let's um, Just very quickly, I'll just point at the games and give you rough prices for what I know. <laughs> like, Let me take a guess and then you tell me the actual. All right. Mario Super Circuit. 7,000. Sorry? 150. Uh, about 100. Okay. Uh, Advance Wars. 100. 150. Uh, damn it. Fire Emblem? 450. Uh, close to 2. Oh, okay. Metroid 2? Yeah, 70. No, it's over 100. What? Um... Mario uh, Land 2? 70. No, close to 100. Damn it. Mario Luigi? Mario Luigi, 250. About 80. What? Why? Because it's Luigi. Uh, it's Luigi Curse. F-Zero. Yeah, 40. Funnily enough, I only had this box and manual, and then I bought the cart off floppy the other week. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, I think it's about 80. Okay. Mario 3? Expensive because it's Mario. And it's the best Mario game, right? Isn't that not highly regarded as the best of the Correct, and it also has additional levels that comes with the game cards. So when um, this came out, you got game cards that you scanned in with an e-reader. Because I ran out of cases. So I need to get that there. Uh, WarioWare. Uh, 120. Yeah, about that. Kirby's Dreamland. 90. 200. What? Uh, Now we get into the big boys. Oracle of Ages, Oracle of... um, 400 each. Sorry? 400 each. Yeah, about that. Uh, Link's Awakening DX 150 to 200 uh, About 3 Damn it Minish Cap 700 Yeah it's about that Yeah What? Yeah, yeah. 6 to 700 dollars <laughs> for this game It's ridiculous Yep Don't touch it Floppy Anyway Moving on uh, Pikmin 4 Floppy I will end you um, Pikmin 4 <laughs> Release date uh, Kicked off the show Which I think was a good choice It gave that uh, That spark um, Gave that low we needed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new creatures to assist the player on their journey, as well as a new day-night cycle, which I thought was cool because isn't the whole gimmick of Pikmin is you have to be done before the night? Yeah, I always thought that Pikmin that's what were I, Where does I live by? So. Uh, anyway, that's coming out the 21st of July. Was it just me that thought this didn't look as good as number three? Correct. I, I thought the same thing. But I've never been... A, like, Pikmin isn't for me. I, I just don't think... I've played the GameCube one. And then that's it. I really don't need to play anymore. Mm. I loved Pikmin 1 and 2, but I fell off of it after that. <laughs> I've only played 3. Uh, next we, oh, next thing I, I have here to talk about is the Dead Cells Castlevania. This looks Nobody amazing. Nobody cares. I care. I'm joking because Anto cares. Oh, does he? Anto, do you want to take this one? I mean, I don't know anything about Dead Cells because I've not played it, but I'm Rogue excited Light. for the Castlevania stuff. Yeah, Castlevania Roguelike. And that's kind of all I need to know. Like, I'll play and buy Dead Cells for this DLC. Yeah. So uh, Dead Cells you can get real cheap now as well. And there's heaps of other DLC. It's a real fun game. Oh, okay. 
I mean, it doesn't look good. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but... But I put a little yeah. note there on the run sheet that's specific just for you. Oh, just, is there? I read that and got really confused for a minute, and I'll tell you why after you hear Anto's... So, I've put here, there's over 50 tracks from Castlevania included. Ooh! Yeah! <laughs> Ooh, music! Yeah! The thing Floppy doesn't hear when he plays video games. That, so, do you know what I thought when I read that? Because I read that, and I like it's well documented that I don't notice music in video games. I read that, and I'm like, I don't remember Castlevania being a racer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> like, and then I went like, oh, it'll be music. Cause it's Honestly, Franto. though, I would play Castlevania Kart. Oh, that'd be cool. Make a like Mario Kart a chain with like crosses and holy water. I'd be so down. Townsy, <laughs> get on it. Uh, next one was for me. Sea of Stars has a release date. So Sea of Stars is a uh, by the guys who did The Messenger. Do you remember mm-hmm. The Messenger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah, so I, same, I played mess- The yeah, Messenger. Same development team there. It was kickstarted a couple of years back. Um, very Chrono Trigger-esque, which is why I decided to back it at the start. Uh, it's got the composer for Chrono Trigger doing Ooh. the music. He's a special guest composer. Uh, this game, everything about it looks absolutely brilliant and lovely and wonderful, and I cannot wait for it to come out. Um, it is, however... No, I said that in a bad way. I, I, I take that back. Hey, guess what? There's a demo available. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to play the demo. Okay. Because I've already paid for the game because it was on the Kickstarter and I don't want to spoil it. Like, even that, like, we just saw the characters going down a stream twirling. That exact thing twirling. happens in, in Chrono Trigger. Always you twirling. To, you're twirling. Anyway, this game, amazing. Can't wait to play it. When's the demo out? Uh, it's out now. And when's the game out? The game is out on August 29. I will play this demo and give you some at some point, and I'll give you some thoughts. Yeah, cool. Have you you've played Chrono Trigger though, haven't you? Nope. You own it. I know. And you've not played it. Yeah, you know you all those games that you've owned, like Metroid Dread. Yeah. That you haven't played. Yeah, but I play good games, like Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite is a good game. We played Fortnite. Rooftop Renegade. We we streamed Fortnite the other week. We did. That was pretty fun. It was. Yeah, it was uh, Ben and I and friend of the show V. And, and we logged on and I'm on level 35 Floppy's on level 56 V's like 115 I was like no, I, wasn't on 50, I was on like 4 Because I was on the Hacked Dino account Oh that's right <laughs> It wasn't even on my account uh, we, we won one though Yeah, yeah that- I'm pretty sure the night you guys did this I woke up to a few missed calls from Floppy And he was like The next day Yeah we were going to play Fortnite I was like cool I got home from like a day out And just passed out in bed Shoes on and everything It was hilarious We just lost a lot uh, Kirby Return to Dreamland DX announced the Mogalore mode trailer, which is basically a new mode was shown in which you'll play as Magalore as he tries to regain his powers across 20 stages. It's accessible after finishing the story, and you'll have the choice in how to build your Magalore 2. The game is still on track for a release later this month, and a demo is out now. That's pretty cool. Announcing the post-game stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with that. That's pretty cool. Uh, I've got this on the pre-order. I would like to play this. This looks cool. Um, like Return to Dreamland in general. Um, yep, cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, the light thing really threw me. <laughs> We've lost a couple of light globes above it. It is what it is. And uh, other things of note, we got a new Professor Layton game was announced. We skipped course, Advance Wars. Uh, yeah, I did skip. Advance Wars, we got a date for that. So April 21st. Anyone who's picked that in their uh, fantasy critic is uh, pretty happy about You're that. probably going to do all right. Yeah, I'm probably really happy about that. Yes. Yes, I picked it twice. Yes. And if you'd like to follow our fantasy critic, head on over to hackthedino.com. Click on the button. You can see who's winning. It's not me at the moment. I'm second again in both of them. God damn it. Where am I at the moment? Uh, I, I was second in one. 
I think you're winning the host. I think I'm winning the host. And then you're third or fourth. Yeah, something like that. In the Patreon one. Anyway, uh, other notables. uh, Splatoon DLC, Fire Emblem DLC, Xenoblade 3 DLC, Mario Kart DLC. All the DLC. A lot of DLC. But I overall give this Direct like 8.5 out of 10. I thought it was great. I honestly thought this was one of the best directs ever. Um, It was one of those ones. Yeah, there were lulls, but you need to have lulls. So those highs are like, holy crap. I'd give it a solid seven and a half to an eight. Yeah. Like, I think I've seen more... I think I've seen better paced um, directs from them. But this one had, you know, like the really cool Tears of Kingdom stuff in it. Yeah. Which, was, which boosted and up. And they shadow dropped a Metroid game. Yeah, like that was pretty... Un- Those two things alone are amazing. Uh, and Anto, what, what would you say about this direct? Uh, I mean, call us a broken record, but I would probably also give it an eight... Um, Such a broken record. Mostly because of, again, Metroid, uh, the Game Boy stuff, Tears of Kingdom. Um, I think overall, though, the standout directs for me since they've been doing them is the original direct where they showed off the Switch for the first time. That wasn't the original direct, was it? No, no, not the original direct, but that's the one where they showed off the Switch like in its form as we know it today for the first time ever, and we're like, hey, here's the release date. But that's because no one knew what it was. Yeah, and then so good. they somehow came up with this concept of being a handheld system and a home system. Yeah. Like, that was... When you think about it, just breaking tradition and turning into that is phenomenal. Yeah, that's my What mind. a massive jump. And especially considering Nintendo had the handheld market nailed yeah. for and, and a decades. Home, yeah, and they, they, you know, they nailed it with the Wii and the GameCube as well, like the how, the home market. Well, GameCube sold horribly. But... Nintendo 64 sold horribly. Sorry, Nintendo 64... Really? Yeah. Yeah, terribly. Yep, terribly. That's why they're so expensive now, because there's not many around. All right, so they nailed it with the Wii. <laughs> they did. That was lightning in a bottle. And yeah. the Switch, obviously, is... Uh, is as well. Made... I think they're... I read somewhere they can have three failed, like complete failed systems in a row and still be profitable from yeah, that one. They've still got money in the bank and they could screw up every generation moving forward for like the next Which means years. hopefully a company that innovates a lot, they will continue to innovate. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, I mean, yeah. Innovation is the risk of screwing up as well. Hmm. Uh, but we've been Hack the Dino this has been our gaming cast we bring you the past present and future of video games but this isn't all we do no this is the time where people usually turn off but I implore you not to because I'm going to tell you a secret at the end that's right hang around Floppy yes mate what do you uh, what do you do when you're not here I jump over onto the Instagrams Mm -hmm. uh, at a little page called Floppy Blaze Games and I post pictures with captions of things that I've picked up things that I am playing or things that I've enjoyed Mm-hmm. So that was there is my Dead Space copy that I got with my actually nice looking steelbook. I really like them, even though I don't really like steelbooks. Mm. Uh, but yeah, and the one before that was uh, some pickups that I'd made where I got my Code Veronica, which is one of the last few ge- uh, Resident Evil games I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I'll see if I can get the original one, not the platinum one. And Manhunt on the PS2, which is a <laughs> somewhat controversial game. Why? Because it does things in it that got it banned here for quite some time. Yeah, but it's Australia. Like, Did it know. get lifted or is it still banned? It's and am I in a lot of trouble now? I don't believe Manhunt got released domestically here, which no. is why you've got the UK rating yeah. on the case. Um, I think it was Manhunt 2 that almost got released, but then got banned again after the rating system changed. Good old Australia. Yeah. Yeah, there's some of the cool things that I've uh, picked up lately. Was there one before that that I hadn't had on the last show? Oh, no, it's my Bioshock 2 collector's edition we talked about. So yeah. We did. Anto. Hello. What do you do? Uh, well, in uh, true me tradition, I haven't posted anything on this uh, Instagram page for a while except for 
a little video of me playing Blitzball on Final Fantasy X. Um, I would play the audio, but I'm not going to because it's stupid. But if you are interested in me doing stupid audio comedy skits while playing a fantasy football game in a Final Fantasy game, that's a heck of a word. Yeah, yeah Something. It's, it's one of the best sentences. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go check it out. I do have a whole bunch of stuff, however. Um, I've had lots of pickups in Final Fantasy stuff that I've accumulated since like November last year. Um, I picked up a collector's edition of Final Fantasy XV that was still in its box unsealed. Post them. I'm gonna when I'm not feeling lazy and depressed. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, there's just a whole bunch of stuff that I just haven't gotten around to putting up there yet, like all of my Toy Fair stuff, like the statues I got last October. I've just been feeling lazy and blue and stupid, so I'll get around to it. Just please don't unfollow because I only have like 32 of you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And, <laughs> uh, so, all right, we'll go to Mr. Benjamin first, which is my personal account. Um, and uh, this is where I put all the things that I find out. Uh, so, I found this for $4 uh, on my recent uh, video game hunt. So, when I go out looking for retro challenge stuff, mm. I do also hunt for myself, of course. Mm-hmm. This was $4, and I got it just for the Green Goblin because I collect Green Goblin things. But then I bought it home and put out all what these villains. They? They're all Spider Man villains. Yeah, but like, all- what are they? I don't know. They're miniatures. They're about, I think... Are you know, blind bags? I don't know. But they were in a, a bag and it was $4. And I got them out and I went, these are really cool. I couldn't find out where they were from, but they're all these classic villains from like the first uh, um, year or two. Who's in between Sandman and Vulture at the back? Uh, to the left. There's in between Sandman and Vulture. In between Sandman and Vulture. This guy here. Yeah. yeah that's Hydro Man. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, they're all based on Steve Ditko's design. So uh, Lizard <laughs> has like the stunted... Townsy in the chat. That's a stay cool, bad man. Said the Green Goblin in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> I will not be uh, teased like that. <laughs> anyway, that's really cool. Uh, and next one, I found an $80 game, cube game, for $25. Wow. So that was pretty cool as well. It was originally 30 and I just said to the lady, oh, you got any wiggle room? She goes, oh, 25 went, Yep, cool. <laughs> it's worth 80 I would have paid the 30 but... You gotta ask these questions, uh, and then next, what do we have next? I can't remember. Call. Uh, oh yeah, just a random five dollar game. Dead Heat Scramble. Dead Heat Scramble. I haven't even played it. Probably won't. Uh, but it's a Game Boy Dead game. Heat Scramble. I think it's a US only release as well. So, uh, just go to the full screen. I'll see if there's anything else that I can talk Weak. about. Oh, my animation cell. There we go. I found that the other day. I bought a from uh, Savers. I Green found Mario. A, a three. <laughs> a three dollar. A $3 frame, so I thought, oh, I'll bring that home and try and frame something. Then I was going through my poster book and remembered I have an original animation cell from the Mario Brothers cartoon. That's pretty cool. Hey, so I Mario, thought, we got to go catch the princess. Yeah, sweet. So I put that in there. It looks really good. Pretty happy with that. But I also uh, do, do stuff over at Bad Game Arts, where I find the worst art of the late 90s and early 2000s to appear on video games, magazines, and covers. And boy, oh boy, is there some Bad Game Arts. Now, it's Bad Game Arts with an S, if in case you're searching for it, because, yeah, reasons. Um, so first one is Clash at Demon Head. Uh, the person in the top right-hand corner doesn't have legs. So um, progressive. What? There's no legs, no legs on that, uh, that huh. sphere person. They just forgot to put them in there. Yeah, uh, right. Rambo, really, uh, really rocking that Saiyan Vegeta oh, gear. Oh, that is the Rambo. Rocking Vegeta's vest from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> what is he shooting? <laughs> I don't know, but look at the the dragon next to him. It's just sort of like, hey man, what's, what's what's going on? That dragon looks like it's been uh, superimposed from a different picture, looking at something else. Yeah, great depth perception. Not one 
not one thing with eyes there is looking at the same focal point as anything else with eyes there. Mm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, next bad game arts. What do we got? Oh, yeah. Run the gauntlet. This is all if Thanos was rad as hell. Can you imagine Thanos like Why with is the there gauntlet? A infinity dude. gauntlet. Well, you know, for the times when Thanos goes uh, water skiing or go-kart driving or <laughs> jumping through flames in a quad bike. I'm pretty sure Ocean. I've just got a really... I've just had a memory flashback of like... I think it was Ocean that made License to Kill. The mm-hmm. James Bond uh, game, and I've just—I don't know why that that particular picture is just. Oh, it's because the fire down the bottom license to go had like the truck, uh, the tanker truck that was on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are yeah. some very similar shots going on here. Yeah, it really just—it just pinged a memory. All right, and the next uh, next game we can look at is Whoa. from Dylan the villain sent me this one. Um, there's an orgy about to go down here. Yeah, they all sure. are about to touch each other inappropriately. Yeah. The uh, the painter, the uh, the pig, the big old gorilla, the and the uh, yeah the racist stereotype. We're all about to get it on. And and that Donkey Kong esque type creature is he is about to do some stuff that's gonna destroy those other ones. But the <laughs> racial stereotypes totally up for it. Look at it, look at the look on his face. They're he really is. Eyes. They're like, yeah, man. Let's let's. <laughs> Get that donkey is dong that pig out. inflatable? I think it is. Townsy just said, I don't remember this Toy Story sequel. Is this Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> is this Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> uh, next. What do we got? I'll put up a couple today. Oh, yeah. Son oh, of the Lion King. Oh, he is high <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I said exactly the same thing. Look at that. He's high. I'm pretty sure I've got photos of me that looks like that. Look at that stupid little crown on its head. I found this in Cash Converters Prospect three weeks ago. Oh, really? Did, did you, you buy, buy it? it? I did not buy it because I refused to spend that money on shovelware like this. Do you know what? I, I'm pretty sure I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have this next one? Whoa, that's some nightmare fuel. Oh, man. I, I reckon I've seen this cover somewhere before, but can't quite place it. I'll have to get Disney's lawyers to remind me. For those of you listening to the podcast, it's Pinocchio, but done in horrible 90s CGI yeah, it looks uh, really from a scary. rip-off uh, a Russian game. As Townsy in the chat says, Pinocchio, no. <laughs> and I think that might be it for all bad game arts this week. I'll just click one more over. See, Oh, yeah, we had that last week. I don't know what was going on here, but uh, that tomato <laughs> is extremely sexualized for some reason. It's just Princess Peach with the tomato face. Yeah. So, there you go. Why am I hungry all of a sudden? Some I don't know. Peach I expect or some you to tomato. be thirsty as well. Yeah, no, fuck, I need a lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been Hack the Dino. Uh, yeah, we'd like to thank our Patreons who uh, support us in many wonderful ways. Uh, Floppy. Yes, mate. Would you, would you like to thank them? I'd love to. I wish I had a list. Oh, I've got a list. All right. Ash Knight, Karen Knight, Dylan the Villain, Triple Indy, Michael Towns, and Game Boy Dad. Thank you. Game Boy Dad. And if you want to have your name scrolling along the bottom of the screen, head on over to hackthedino.com where you can not only sign up for our Patreon at $2 a month, but also also follow us on Instagram and TikTok and all the other things. You can leave a review on the podcast link. Uh, that helps us grow and people find us. So please leave five-star review if you think we're worth five stars. If you don't, well, don't do that then because that would be like sad times. Yeah. But until next time, just but. remember th- this little secret. I promised him a secret. Yes, you did. Here's the secret. What is it? I love you. Pardon? I love you. Who are you talking to? You. Me? No. No, you. Uh, my friend, good friend, you, Chan. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs>